What would you do if you lost it all? Imagine you lose everything. No money, no name, no reputation. How much more success would you have if you could start all over? I was getting tired of doing the same thing every day with my detail business. I missed the excitement of having a new business. I decided to do something drastic. I gave it all up and decided to start all over. Follow me on my journey for 30 days to see what I do to start all over and build a new detailing business from nothing. Welcome to the show. My name's Andrew Sterk and I'm your host. Okay, here we go on day number 29. So today what we're going to talk about is employees and how to find help and how to find good help and how to keep good help and uh, this is something that I've personally struggled with in basically every business just because it's really, really hard to find good employees, whether I was managing at different uh, different jobs here and there or for my own business. It's always, it's always hard to find people kind of like me, basically, like or kind of like you or, you know, people that are willing to work hard and... Uh, show up on time and, you know, really put effort into it. So the, the answer to this problem, um, is very complicated, but what I really want to talk about is what I do and, and how I find good people and how I bring them on and how I don't have to sacrifice everything on every single employee. So uh, turnover in the detail business is pretty high. Turnover in, in most service businesses is pretty high. It's kind of hard to find really good, solid employees um, in the detail business because once you train them well enough, you, they can kind of start their own thing. Once they kind of know the ins and outs of your business and how to detail and stuff like that, they can they can basically start their own business and start detailing cars on the side. And then once they get busy enough, they'll just quit. So that's, what's cool about the detail business is because there's just so much business out there for everyone that it is, it is somewhat, uh, it is, it's, I'm going to say easy, but it is definitely doable for people who don't have a lot of capital to start off on a detail business and kind of, uh, succeed and do well and, and be able to replace their hourly income. So this is a uh, kind of what I what my solution is to that problem. Um, there's there's basically a few main there's there's four main categories that I that I put people in. So there's employee, which is I pay for their um, I pay them a wage. I pay workers' comp insurance. I pay you know depending on what state you're in, everything's a little different, but. You basically end up paying, uh, you know, about $10 more per hour than you're actually paying them with all these different, you know, things like workers' comp, stuff like that, that add, that add up. Um, then there's 1099 uh, employees. I call them 1099 employees because they basically, you're basically their boss, but they're taking on the responsibility of paying their own taxes, their own workers' comp, all that kind of stuff. So um, I don't really like to work with 1099 guys unless it's another detail business that I'm working with. So a lot of times when I get big jobs and stuff like that, I will call someone that has their own detail business that 
can spare a day and we can work together as a team and basically split split the profits. So that's that's my 1099 subcontractors. Um, uh, I f- I find that I'd rather just hire someone on as an employee than a 1099 because 1099 you don't have as much control and um, even though it does cost you a lot less to hire 1099 people, it kind of it kind of screws them over because they're. I don't think a lot of the people that get into it realize that when they're getting paid 1099, they're going to get stuck with a big tax bill uh, when they turn in all their uh, income statements and stuff like that. So I, I, I really explain everything to them and give the employee the option if they want to do a 1099 or if they want to be an employee uh, because I'd rather have them understand everything, the ins and outs of all of it, If they get hurt on the job, they're covered by my workers' comp insurance if they're an employee. And I'd rather have that than if they get hurt and they're kind of just out of work. So um, I encourage, I basically explain it all and encourage them, hey, this is, this is the options. This is what you, this is what I recommend for each, you know, individual. Um, But here's, here's, here's how it works. Um, For me, there's, employees which are 1099 contract employees or employees that i uh pay a wage to and pay for all their uh pay all the fees and everything on top of that and their taxes get taken out of every paycheck and everything else um then i have subcontractors now subcontractors i'm not i'm are kind of like uh they're uh, they're from these agencies that have you know part time work. So the agency I pay a little bit more per hour, but the agency covers all of their workers comp if they get hurt, everything else. The cool other cool thing about it is I can I can I can get a different guy every day and see who works out. And so basically, if I'm slow and I don't need anybody for a few days, I don't have to feel bad about finding that person work. So with employees, I feel obligated to try and try and try my best to get them in every single day, make sure that we're busy enough that they have work no matter what, because I'm responsible for their bills basically as the owner of the company. So that's my personal outlook on it. I put myself personally responsible for that. So, um, whenever they don't have work, I feel really bad about it because it's my fault as the business owner of not, of not giving them work. For the temps, for the sub subcontractor temps, I don't really have to worry about it. They can go work for someone else the next day. They have a temp agency and when uh, people need them, they hire you know all kinds of different, uh, all kinds of different businesses can pull from that temp agency whenever they want. So if I have a really busy week and I'm using two or three temps, every single day um, and then the next week I'm a little bit slower I don't have to have that full staff on I can call the day before order the tips they show up um, depending on how many I need they aren't super skilled in detailing but I can teach them and show them and save myself a lot of time by having them do a lot of the busy work like vacuuming and stuff like that and then as as the full detail comes through um, I can kind of go over what, what they've done and save myself a lot of time but and be able to do a lot more cars by just kind of doing the finishing work and, and getting the spots that they missed and stuff like that. And then slowly showing them, you know, hey, you know, it, it's better to, you know, use the vacuum this way. It's better to use 
uh, this brush for that. So you kind of have to keep an eye on them. But I find that I can order this for the most part the same. If a, if a guy really knows what he's doing, he's doing a really good job. I can put his name in and say, hey, I want this guy tomorrow or I want this guy for the next week or something like that. And it really works out. And then over time, if I really like the attempts and I need an employee, I can pull from someone that is already trained, that already knows, and I can say, and I can offer him a job and say, hey, you know, uh, you've been working really well for me. I need, you know, this guy quit. I need someone full time. If you want, I can bring you on and, you know, kind of have the discussion from there as opposed to them working a temp job where they're all over the place at different companies all the time. So my recommendation, if you are getting into looking for employees and trying to figure out what to do, find temp agencies in your area. You know, there's tons of them out there and just kind of look for general labor or cleaning temps. Um, people that have some kind of, some kind of experience with cleaning, uh, which there's a lot of just because of house cleaning businesses and things like that. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of temps out there. And the cool thing about it is that you're not responsible for their, uh, liability for their payroll, for everything else. All you do is you pay the temp agency an hourly rate. You can order as many people as you want per day. Um, and yeah, the quality of work you do have to, you do have to kind of follow them around, but honestly, you, you'll find that with these temp agencies, if you, are consistent with them they will start sending you basically the same you know handful of people and they'll have experience with you and you'll build the relationships that way um, as opposed to you know you list a job on indeed you interview however many people you interview you you go through this vetting process you finally find someone that you like you hire them they show up their work great and then two weeks later they quit because they found another job or they didn't like it or whatever it was then you start that process over. You go on Indeed. You go on Craigslist. You post jobs. You you interview tons of people. You find someone you like. Then all of a sudden they start showing up late and they, you know, call, start calling out sick every other day, which happens to me so much because, um, you know, I feel like the a lot of the people, a lot of people in the world just don't take their job seriously, and so, um. I don't have any problem with just kind of letting them go and then filling a temp into their spot. So um, those are those are two of the main ways that I find a, a good and good employees basically. So people that are working for you, people that are kind of in it with you. And once you once you kind of call around to these different temp agencies and try it out, uh, you'll find that there are some guys that suck. But the cool thing about it is you don't have to feel bad. If they don't do a good job and they're not listening to you and they're, you know, basically causing harm to a vehicle or something like that, you can just tell them, hey, you're done for the day. You know, the temp is done for the day. It's no big deal. Sorry, go home. Um, but, you know, it's no skin off your back. It's not like you have to fire somebody. It's not like you hired him and he's and he's doing all this stuff. Uh, you just, and you tell the tip agency, Hey, I don't want that guy anymore. Uh, send me someone else next time. And it's that simple. It's that easy. You don't have to feel bad. You don't have to hire and fire. You don't have to worry about it. So, uh, look, look for temp agencies for laborers in your area and try it out. Um, it's, it's gonna be a light, a game changer in your detail business. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great way of vetting employees. So if you do have someone that works for the temp agency, that is awesome you can always just bring them on
And that's what's cool about the temp agencies is they're they're kind of looking, you know, for to find these people long term employment anyway. So it works out. You just have a conversation with the temp agency, say, hey, you know, I really like this guy. If you send him to me for next week and everything works out, I'd like to, you know, maybe think about hiring him on full time. Uh, you know, have a conversation with them about it, have a conversation with the uh, temp about it and say, hey, you've been doing a really good job. Uh, is this something that you might w- want to think about doing full time and see? Because it'll save you the hassle of hiring and firing. You know, t- it's it's taken me, before I learned this little trick of finding temp workers, It's I've gone through 10 employees to find one decent one. Um, so... And it costs you a ton of money and training and a ton of money and, you know, just payroll and stuff of having people that aren't really serious about it that are are just kind of looking there. They've kind of they're just kind of looking for a temporary job. And um, I find that there's a lot of in this day and age, there's a lot of really lazy people out there. And there there's it's really hard to find a good hard worker and someone that really cares and someone that does a good job of detailing and cleaning and things like that. So you can uh you can start there now that being said uh, i think that's my rant for employees as far as uh people that actually work under you uh there are ways of getting around using employees so find a network of other detailers in your area that have their own businesses that are good at what they do that you trust that will show up on time um and I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but what you need to do for big jobs and stuff like that, that you, you know, you say you get, you've sold two or three paint corrections and you're trying to knock them out in the next, you know, three or four days. You can't do all that stuff on your own and you don't, you can't really hire temps to do paint corrections. You can hire them to do a lot of the cleaning and stuff, but that's a little more of a skill. So you need someone that has a little bit of experience with the polishers and, and you, you want to still make the money and you want to keep the customer happy. So call around to your network, find, you know, a handful of detailers in your area that have their own businesses and say, Hey, any chance you're not busy for the next couple of days, any chance you're free tomorrow, you know, can you come help me knock out this paint correction? Um, you know, maybe tomorrow or the next day or the day after that or whatever it is. And hey, I'll, I'll you know I'll split the I'll split the profits with you you know minus the you know pads and all the all the all the costs that go into it you know I'll give I'll pay you this much for the day you know basically they're you're paying another detailer you know what they're worth for the day what do you what do you usually make in a day three four five hundred dollars whatever it is okay um, let's do it you know I'm charging this. I'm charging this paint correction for, you know, $1,500. We'll say it's a few hundred dollars in supplies. Um, you know, I'll pay you 500 bucks for the day. That's what they're used to making anyway. They come, they work for you. They know what they're doing. They're on, you know, they show up on time. You guys work the whole day, knock the thing out and you still made money. They still made money. Everyone's happy. And the cool thing about it is you get to keep that customer for life. So you don't have to send another detailer to the job where the other detailer goes out, does the full detail on the car, and then they get their contact information and they, you know, basically keep that client. You're not giving away your clients that you worked hard for to get. You're keeping your clients and you're just basically having someone help you. Um, so it's gonna, it's, it's 
gonna it's not gonna damage your profits too much by having someone to pay someone a high amount to come and help you because you have to think about the lifetime the lifetime uh income from one customer from one client so that is um, another way of finding employees basically or finding people to help you when you are slammed so uh, another thing is um as far as subs go is I have people that I've worked with in my area that are excellent at certain things. So I am not excellent at PDR or paintless dent removal. I am terrible at it. I have not put in the time <clears throat> to, I have not put in the time to get really good at it. And it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of hard work to get really good at, at it. But I do have a guy who is in my area who has been doing it for 10 years is really, really good at it. He will come to my shop, um, <clears throat> and do any of the jobs and quote any of the jobs that I have. And I basically, he basically gives me a discount. He says, this is what I charge for, you know, shops and dealerships and certain things where they're basically finding the, the customers for me. Um, I give 20% discount. Or I mark, I mark it up to where I make 20% of the bill without having to do any of the work because he's like, that's what it costs me to get new clients anyway. So if you're bringing new clients in um, or you have a steady flow of clients, I basically just bill it through my detail shop. He does the work. I pay him 80% of what it would cost. I pocket the 20% and I don't have to do really anything for it. He does the free quote for me. All I have to do is tell the customer this is what it's going to cost if you want this and this and this dent out. Also, he can come quote and say, you know, that dent's probably not going to come out because it's on a crease. So I can do, you know, I can make it look a lot better, but it's not going to be perfect and it'll cost this much. So that's another thing I have to explain to the customer. But for it's worked really well for me in the past. He does a really good job. He'll come in late night and, and knock it out for me after I go home for the day. So it's a, it's a really good way of it's a really good way of making a little money and not having to spend 10 years of your life learning, you know, paintless dent removal. Uh, same with window tinting. I've done window tinting, um, but I'm a kind of a perfectionist in it. It's, I find it's really hard to get it perfect. Um, and I, I've spent my, the years of my life getting good at detailing and uh, getting good at paint and everything else. But I don't mind subcontracting to window tent people or PDR people or, uh, you know, wrap companies or, um, clear bra, like clear bra. I, I've played with it. I've played with it a lot in the PPF and everything else. And I have no desire to spend all that time learning how to do it. Cause that's something, that's something that's a skill, but my business offers it. I offer, PDF, I offer, or PPF, I offer PDR, I offer window tint, and it all goes through my business, and I have other people that do it for me, and I don't have to hire employees that are full-time that are doing it, uh, because I have people that are experts that know how to do it that will work for me, and I can mark it up and still make money off of it, so um, those are those are some ways uh, to think about maybe having um employees and having help without having to really grow your business not having to hire someone that's you know the best pdr guy in town full-time you can 
You can find people like that while you're growing. You know, the day that your shop gets big enough and strong enough that you're going to have, you know, paintless dent removal work for, you know, full time for the full year, then by all means, you know, try and hire someone on. But that's just a great way of finding, uh, of being able to offer those services and make your business look a lot bigger than it is and being able to have the best of the best in the area do those jobs and still be able to offer it, make some money on it and uh, have your business grow. Now, another thing is referrals. So um, you can also do referral discounts for other people in your area. So um, I, I work with a lot of different uh, other business owners and so we refer people back and forth. So um, I've, I've already talked about this, but like uh, if you have a mechanic that you like a lot that you trust to send your customers to, you know, they might offer a 10% discount to your customer. I don't mark any of this stuff up. This isn't benef this isn't beneficial for me as far as income. It doesn't give me straight money in my pocket like it does when I when I subcontract the window tents and things like that. Um, but what I do is I do offer a discount to anyone that any of the customers that they have that they refer to me. So um, referrals are big in this business and in any business. And so if you have a, a specific mechanic that you know that works really well, tell them that you'll offer them any of their customers a discount if they come to you. Also, uh, in return, see if they'll offer a discount as well. So I have a mechanic that I work with that he offers a discount to basically any of my customers that come to him and just say, hey, you know, Andrew sent me over. He, he automatically takes care of them a little bit better because he knows that they're already my client. Um, they're already high end because they've come, come from my shop and they're already, you know, vetted and they're, you know, they're not going to be a pain in the butt customer. So, um, this also works really well with, uh, if there's anything that's ever happened to a vehicle while detailing that I need fixed, which, you know, uh, certain things happen, you know, car won't start here and there, something something went wrong with some kind of electrical com component and you want to try and figure out if it was your fault or not, it's good to have a mechanic or something, uh, some other businesses like that around to help you out in need. So that's my way of kind of making my business bigger without having to bring on and have the responsibility of hiring 10 people on my, on my company. But... Um, it's a great way of basically being off, being able to offer services, make more money, and have a more stable business by not having to hire just a ton of people and have to deal with the hassle. So that's uh, my rant for today. Follow me at detailsecrets.com, or you can also check me out on Facebook at Detail Secrets as well. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. If you want any help growing your detail business, go to detailsecrets.com and book a call with me. It doesn't matter what level you are, whether you're just starting out, been in business for a bit, or a master detailer. If you want to set higher goals, get to the next level with your business and better your life, book a call now. Honestly, it's just a call. Go to the show notes or detailsecrets.com and book now.